welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? I'm Chris Santamassimo from the Think Factory podcast hosted by OGC Solutions. Uh, and with me today is a really interesting guy, Chris Schaefer from Floor Coverings International. Uh, what we're here to talk about is uh, the franchising world. Uh, our team was lucky to meet Chris at one of the uh, the recent franchising shows. Uh, and just we're here to talk about, you know, what we're seeing in the franchise world, what's important to franchisors like his company, Floor Coverings International, uh, and what's unique about the company. So welcome to the podcast, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Nice, nice to meet you. Well, so, you, you know, we love the franchising world. As I mentioned to you, when we got introduced, we represent a bunch of uh, franchisors and some franchisees, um, not in the same systems, of course. But and what we see is, you know, th- there's such I don't know, there's such creativity in that market um, in terms of the business models. And and one word I love is that it democratizes business because it enables a lot of small businesses really to you know, small business people, that is, to really start their own businesses and, and do things that, if not for franchising, they wouldn't be able to do. Is that, is that kind of your experience as well? Listen, I, I you know, what I do know is that collectively as a whole, franchising makes $470 billion in, in revenue in in the United States. As an individual, sure, that's a, that's a small number, but a, a portion of that. But as a whole, it's a pretty big cog in our economy. So, yeah, I, I I would agree. To me, it's franchising is really just why reinvent the wheel and and why start from scratch, but join something that uh, is part of a bigger whole that can help you sort of realize some of your dreams. It's perfect. You know, it, again, I think it's, you know, it, it's a way that uh, and the reason I find it so interesting, it's it's taking a system that you've already perfected and developed and putting it in the hands of people that otherwise wouldn't be able to start their own businesses, I think. And that, that, that to me is magic. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, the other, the other aspect of this is that if the, if the franchisor has done this properly, then this isn't rocket science in, in most concepts, right? There's the, there's the, the aspect of wash, rinse, repeat, you know, you find somebody who does something well, if the, if the concept appeals to you, copy that concept and do it well yourself. What's some of the secret sauce at Floor Coverings International that makes you, you know, what you are? And, and I recognize, too, that you're part of a, a big company uh, for service brands that have some really well-recognized names. So there must be something special. Yeah, you know, I, I, at, at its root, what we have done, specific to Floor Coverings International, is take a, a colossal industry in terms of flooring that's $100 billion in in North America and recognize that they're really isn't a dominant player, right? You take the top 50 flooring companies, they don't make up 10% of the $100 billion in flooring, right? So uh, what what we had to determine is who our consumer is. And when we start to look at who that consumer is, you know, nine times out of 10 or 78% of the time, to be specific, it's it's not me or you, Chris. It's, it's, it's folks like my wife, Kathleen, <laughs> who makes the decisions on the floors that go in our home. But we know the industry isn't specific towards that that decision maker in the home, and that's where we fit in. We took away retail, come with a, a second to none customer service, and I know yeah, it doesn't hurt that we buy directly from the manufacturer. So we increase the bottom line for our franchisees. And so you take some of the design mystery out of it as well. It sounds like not just the installation. Well, what we do ultimately is get rid of the retail, right? We've done what Amazon did to retail. That's what we've done to flooring. So we come into the home 
with 3,000 plus samples so that you can now look at these samples in the light of your own home and, and not worry about that. I get the right one or do I got to go back and talk to somebody in a, in a colored apron that works in the plumbing department about the carpet that I need. So we change that experience and curtail it to who that consumer is. And, you know, we, we hear a lot in the uh, the financial news or the, the business news about, you know, an, an unstable economy or, you know, things are maybe changing in the in the coming months or quarters. What are you guys seeing and how does that impact franchise sales? Is it, is it a correlate at all with them? You know, I, I don't think it's any secret over the last three years. It's been kind of a boon to those in the home improvement industry, right? Um, to us, yeah. I mean, those are all concerning factors. But what I know is this. If you increase inflation, interest rates, I won't buy that 600000 home, $600,000 home, but I will spend $10,000 to improve my floor. So while it, it certainly has affected some of those folks with some of the discretionary income, I don't think we've seen it as glaringly as, as others may. Well, it sounds like maybe the, the the tightness in the real estate market that is low inventory and high prices are causing some of your potential uh, customers to stay put in their houses and just invest there rather than move up to their next house, right? That's true. All right. I mean, I, look, I have... I have equity in my home, but I'm not going to go buy another home that's similar in size for twice the value. But yeah, I will. I will improve my floors. Mm-hmm. Holiday season's coming up. I'm. It's a brand new world, right? I think I can. I can house 17 people in my house. I'm going to have 25, right? But you better. You better bet that we're looking at refinishing our hardwood floors because it's. 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 Uh. You know. It's. It's a lot more cost effective than turning around and buying that $600,000 home. That's true. Now, where do you see your franchisees concentrated now? And and. Uh... If, if they're not national, where do you see the expansion? You know, in, in terms of, and Chris, just to make sure I answer this properly, are you asking me in terms of the type of folks or regionally or a combination of the two? No, just uh, are there particular regions in the country that you have a strong franchisee network and where you know, where do you see expansion? Yeah, so right now we have uh, close to 230 operational franchisees and we're in the United States and Canada. What we know, I wouldn't say it's necessarily regional because we're in the majority of, of the large designated marketing areas in the US but for us what what we where we fit in is we're looking for uh, the folks that live on the cul-de-sacs right we're, we're looking for people that that like nice things they have some discretionary funds but they don't have the time nor the inclination to do it themselves and there's a large portion of the US uh, we don't want the gated communities we want uh, we want fat middle America to be perfectly blunt, right? And that's yeah. and there's there's a lot of us. I include myself in that. There's a lot of us across U.S. and Canada, and that's it. So it doesn't necessarily specify itself to a, a region, right? It's more. I mean, it may, but it's where certainly where people have have some of that acumen. How does the company get its name out there besides some of the franchising shows? I'm always sure. interested so to we, see how companies are trying to grow and you know what some of the methods are that they use. Yeah. So we we certainly. Um, in, in, in our area, there's really two main tracks, right? There's, there's what we would consider organic, which is working in, in different franchise shows and perhaps using some of the, um, the vendors online to do some online marketing for us. Uh, and then there's also the, the consultants and, and, and those brokers that are out there and there's a a large list of them throughout the U S and really it's getting our name to them so that they understand what we understand here is that when, uh, Chris, there aren't many 
people that wake up in the morning and say, boy, I want to be in flooring, right? We, we fully understand that. So I would, I would beg to differ when some people say maybe flooring is not necessarily sexy. If you've seen the before and after shot of, of, of someone getting new homes or new floors, but what is sexy is the potential to earn revenue. And, and I know that that's something that, that we allow uh, at Floor Coverings International if it's done right. And so for us, it's getting the name out to the different consultants and coaches that are out there, as well as exploring some of the more quote unquote organic side of things. Yeah, I'm not sure how people define sexy, but I'll tell you what, you know, the <laughs> the ability to empower a small business person to to create something pretty special. That's that's sexy for us, for sure. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, being a lawyer, I don't often get the opportunity to, to sit back and see the, the finished product like you're talking about, where you rip out an old floor and put in something new that just completely changes the room. So that that's pretty amazing, too, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And it's. It's one of those where what we understand and doing this as long as I have, what we understand is hear us out. Most of the folks, once they understand what we are, which is ultimately at the end of the day, a relationship building business, just so happens that floors get put in. However, our franchisees aren't the one installing those floors. And when we separate that and we focus on providing a different quality customer experience to who our consumer is, there are a lot of folks that can relate to that beyond the fact that it happens to be floors, which you know, it's a pretty nice industry as it is right now. So tell me that the franchisees are the ones that are uh, helping with the design and selecting the flooring. And then you've got somebody else that comes in to do the installation. Yeah. So ultimately, because a part of having first service brands, our sister company, our mothership, as you kind of mentioned behind us, we've partnered with Salesforce and created a digital tablet based estimating software that ultimately effectively is what allows 95% of our franchisees to not be the, from the flooring world. Sure, there's other flooring estimating software products out there. There's none that are built for morons like me or the layman, more, more PC, I guess. Um, and so when we provide that level of it, it changes that experience. And now you're focusing on building that rapport and that relationship. Now, the installers uh, across the board, I would say 90-ish percent of the time, whether it's the big box store or it's floor coverings international they're typically contracted out 1099 employees they're skilled labor is ultimately what it is it's, look i i painted the wall behind me uh but i don't think i could go in my kitchen and, and lay down tile and not cut off the right hand side so what we do effectively is allow our our folks we build those relationships but allow them to do their job and allow our franchisees and as they scale their business what we call design associates to be that front facing um and let those folks do their you know what they enjoy to do well, and you're using technology to their advantage as well, right? Making their Absolutely. lives a little bit easier for sure. Correct. It sounds like an amazing model. Um, you know, a question I ask a lot of our guests is, you know, what keeps you up at night from a business perspective? And, you know, despite how uh, how great uh, your business model is and how solid your franchisee base is, I'd just be curious, you know, what keeps you up at night? What worries you about the business or it, or business uh, in general? You know, I, you know what, what I've found is that, I don't know. There's there's a perspective of of maintaining a positive outlook that prevents me from from not having sleepless nights. Uh, but you know, in terms of of how how the world operates and in from my world, uh, it's about making sure that we expand our name in the right way without sacrificing the support that we provide. You know, our sister companies are California Closets and Paul Davis Restorations and Certa Pro Painters. We're considered the growth brand. So what's of my utmost concern is make sure that as we scale and expand our business that the support is there for our franchisees so that they can give themselves the best opportunity to be profitable 
That's amazing. That's a great way to put it. And I love how you turned a, a question that might some people might view as a negative into a positive. So nice job. <laughs> that's that's uh, no, somebody needs to tell my wife that I do that. That'd be nice. <laughs> I'll give her a call and let her know for sure. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, we really enjoyed talking to you today. It sounds like uh, you, you're excited about the product and the service, and uh, certainly the offering sounds fantastic. So we wish you the best of luck. And ultimately, what we're here to talk about is how people grow. So continue to grow, continue to do well. Wonderful. Thank you, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Well, it's been a pleasure with you, too. And uh, thank you for listening to the Think Factory podcast powered by OGC Solutions.